Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we study a familiar passage found in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 13 through 17, about putting on the full armor of God. This passage includes instructions to, number one, wrap yourself in the truth. Number two, guard yourself with righteousness. Number three, prepare yourself with the gospel of peace. Number four, shield yourself with faith. Number five, assure yourself of salvation. And number six, sharpen yourself with God's word. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he presents today's slice of this week's message entitled, Take Up the Full Armor of God. We're going to look at the armor of God this morning, and this is in the conclusion to this letter to the book of Ephesians. You can see the end from here, barring the unforeseen. Lord willing, we will finish this book next Lord's Day. But Paul exhorts us here, take up the full armor of God. That's a metaphor for a a series of reminders that he gives us here to practice the essentials of Christianity. Remember, the presumption in chapters 4, 5, and 6 of Ephesians is that you've read and believed chapters 1, 2, and 3, and you are therefore in Christ. This has nothing to do with how to get into the kingdom. This is how to live because you are part of the kingdom of God on earth. Now, we began by looking at the command from God in verses 10 through 12, be strong in His strength. It's a strength that is not your own. You uh, have available to you His strength, but only His strength will enable you for this passage. So be strong in the Lord, put on the full armor of God. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. So you need to know how to live with the spiritual resources that God has given to you. And then today, we're going to be introduced to the specifics of this extended metaphor of the armor of God, that which He provides every one of His children. Now, the next verse, which is the first of our text for today, is the introduction uh, take up, resist, and stand firm. It's chapter 6, verse 13. Therefore, therefore, that means because you understand that now that you are in Christ, you are under assault. You have a strong, crafty, secretive, subtle, sinister enemy who hates God, who hates the Word of God, who hates the people of God, and he hates the church of God. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. The command is take up your armor. Men, gear up. We're, We're ready to go now. There's a military sort of snap to that command. Take up your armor. It is a command meant to be obeyed at once and it is to be obeyed 
once for all. You don't um, take off your armor and have lunch. You wear your armor when you're in the battle, and you're in the battle while you're in this world. This, art, this order will never be revoked. Uh, the Greek word was used as a military term for describing that, that <coughs> final preparation to make sure that you are ready for the battle. And he gives you two purposes for wearing the armor. Resist and stand firm. Resist has the idea of there's an onslaught coming. Don't let it knock you off your position. You are operating behind enemy enemy lines. You are in enemy territory. You will always be at odds with the system. You are, as Paul described it earlier, an alien and a stranger now in this world. Or Peter describes it that way. Paul says you used to be an alien and a stranger to the kingdom of God. Now you're part of that kingdom. Now the target is on you. Stand firm is the translation of a word that means to, to stand against something, to resist it, to, to oppose it. But it's not a totally passive connotation. You don't just stand like a brick wall waiting passively for a battering ram to hit you. Remember the imagery here is of a soldier who is equipped for battle, on the move, defending and, and parrying and attacking. And as we'll see, there is one penetrating weapon that we have, uh, the Word of God. Now look at where you have to fight this battle, or I should say when, in the evil day. Well, what's the evil day? It's every day. Every day that you live in the world that lies in the hands of the, the evil one. The word translated evil is a very strong word. It means something pernicious. Uh, it describes evil in the sense of active opposition to what is good. So any day that includes an assault on the truth of God, any day that includes any temptation or testing of your faith is the day in which you need your armor. In other words, you need your armor all the time until you are not any longer on enemy territory, which is when you will be with the Lord. Then he says, having done everything, that rounds out the scene. He, this battle is ongoing. Don't, you don't huddle in your bunker. You carry through the battle with all you have so that you can report to your commander-in-chief and say, I did everything possible by your grace, in your strength, to fulfill your mission. Now from here we are introduced to six specific pieces of armor that God provides. This is your spiritual equipment. Now it's based on the image of a, a Roman soldier. Uh, the mental picture was very familiar to everyone to whom uh, Paul wrote. When I think of this, I, I think of uh, being in Israel where all of their enemy, all of their, uh, and all of their surrounding nations want to exterminate them. Israel's only friendly border is with the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, and, and so everybody serves in the military, and they're there all the time. And you walk around, you, you get used to seeing people walking around in military uniforms carrying weapons all the time. You, you actually get kind of comfortable with it. Marcia and I had our picture taken with a, uh, uh, about a 19-year-old girl walking around with her Uzi and uh, making sure that we felt comfortable when we were there. Well, this is a ubiquitous picture. They, they all would have understood this. 
These soldiers were everyday sights throughout the Roman Empire. It's possible uh, Paul may have at some time been chained to such a soldier. Now, certainly, he was uh, guarded by soldiers um, as he probably, as he wrote this, he was under house arrest, but uh, somebody made sure he didn't get away. So here's the picture of our spiritual resources based upon the analogy to the armor of a Roman soldier. There are six pieces of armor described here. Truth, righteousness, the gospel of peace, faith, salvation, and God's Word. Now, how do we put on the armor? How do we use these resources? Number one, wrap yourself in the truth. Chapter 6, verse 14 begins with, stand firm, therefore, just commanded you, stand firm, stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth. Now, you know, if you see it in all caps in the New America Standard Bible, that's their way of saying this is terminology from the Old Testament. Um, Having girded your loins with truth comes from Isaiah chapter 11, verse 5. Now, having girded your loins, I happen to know that most of you did that this morning. You just didn't know that that's what you're doing. And you didn't say, I'll be right there as soon as I gird my loins. But this is the idea of wrapping the belt around your waist. Your loins is your midsection and your, and your, um, and your thighs. And there was a, a short tunic that was worn by the soldiers when, the, when they were getting ready for battle. The tunic would be gathered up and, and, and held in place by the belt. The tunic was the original miniskirt, but it was worn by soldiers and this belt was a very important basic piece of equipment. It, it held the breastplate in place and the sword was hung from it. So it's like the anchor piece of the armor, if you will. Girded, also a word we don't use, but it means cinched up. It's worded to make it clear that you have the responsibility for putting on this belt. And that's true of every piece of the armor. These are resources God gives, but it's your duty to put the resources to work. Like you are commanded to be strong in His strength. You are commanded to gird up your loins with truth, the truth that He gives to you. Now, truth here speaks of truth as a, as a quality. Later, he's going to mention the Word of God, which is the truth, that doctrine which has been once given to us. But here he's talking about what anchors your character, what is the centerpiece that connects the rest of your armor. If you're going to be successful in this spiritual battle, you need to be a person of truth. Uh, That means you're committed to truthfulness and sincerity. Truthfulness is part of the character of the new man that we have met in Ephesians chapter 2, who one of the characteristics is he speaks truth in love. Less than total commitment to truth will be your spiritual demise. Deceit, guile, they're not part of the life of a successful Christian soldier. Speaking truth in love is sometimes painful, but it's always the right thing to do. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Do away with hidden agendas if you want God's blessing and protection in the battle. Speak His truth and be truthful. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.